To those of you listening to us on the internet, to the men and women in our armed forces, wherever you may be, to the members and guests gathered here at beautiful Savior Lutheran in Milwaukee, grace be to you and peace from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. The word of God upon which we base our message this morning is the second reading from St. Paul's letter to the Corinthians, first letter, chapter 12. You heard it read before, I recall just these words. For example, the body is one unit and yet has many parts. You are Christ's body, and each of you is an individual part of it. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior, who gathered us all together in the Holy Christian Church, my beloved. If you take a look into the Bible, it's really filled with all sorts of metaphors. Metaphor as a, a figure of speech where one thing becomes representative of another thing which really isn't related to it at all. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. Well, Jesus wasn't really a shepherd of sheep, but he was saying something with those words. Jesus said, I am the gate to the sheep pen. I am the way, the truth, and the life. One time Jesus said, Herod, you go talk to Herod that fox. Well, Herod really wasn't a fox, but he had fox-like qualities. Somebody going to school might say, oh, that assignment was a breeze. Well, the assignment wasn't, wasn't, you know, air hitting your face. It was just very easy. Her voice is music to his ears. All metaphors. St. Paul uses a metaphor this morning in his 12th chapter of his first letter, comparing the church with the human anatomy. Just like us, all of us, you know, you're blessed one lifetime with one body, but it has many members, parts, arms, legs, feet, toes, eyeballs, ears, the internal organs, the various different systems inside of you. All the parts work together to make the one body function. St. Paul reminds us this morning that the church is one, but it is made up of many different members, and we are all interdependent upon one another. For example, he says the body is one unit, and yet it has many parts. Jesus is talking about the church. Now, every time we talk about the church, you know, we have to figure out what church are we talking about, because just as I mentioned before, there's the Holy Christian Church, made up of believers in Jesus wherever they may be in the whole wide world. Sometimes we call it the invisible church because you don't know where those members are. Only God does. And then there are individual visible congregations of believers like beautiful Savior Lutheran Church Milwaukee. You became a member of the Holy Christian Church when you were baptized as a baby or when you came to faith in Jesus Christ. You became a member of beautiful Savior Lutheran Church either when you were baptized here or else when you joined and you said, put me on the congregational roster and became a member. As a church, St. Paul this morning reminds us of our oneness or our unity in Christ. By God's grace, we have been brought to faith. 
and kept in a unity of faith, all believing the same thing. In this day and age, that's really weird. But just think of it. All of us gathered here this morning, we all believe in the Trinity, the triune God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and believe that He's the only God who's there. We believe that the Word of God found in the Bible is absolute, trustworthy, and inerrant. No mistakes. We believe that God created the world. It didn't evolve on its own. We believe that there are, our first two parents were really people, Adam and Eve. We believe that Jesus Christ, who shed his blood on Calvary's cross and rose again on Easter morning, faith in him is the only way to eternal life. And today, two days after January 22nd, the infamous anniversary in 1973 of Roe v. Wade, the legalization of abortion, we still believe altogether in the sanctity of life. And we believe that abortion stops a beating heart. And we believe that a fetus is a human being at conception, and to abort a human being is to kill a human. We all believe together that every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper, that Jesus' body and blood is really there in with and under the bread and the wine. By the grace and miracle of God, we all believe the same things. Weird in a day like this. That's what makes us really one our common faith. No matter our cultural or racial background or makeup, we are unified in Jesus. And that's what God wants for his church, his body. We are one. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all who is over all, in all, and through us all. But God's church here on earth, various different congregations, there's not only unity, but there's also diversity. The human body, as St. Paul says, is one, but it's made up of many members or many parts. Beautiful Savior Lutheran Church, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 3205 North 85th Street, is one congregation, but made of many members, all different. Now, what I didn't put in the bulletin this morning was a list of some of the spiritual gifts mentioned in Scripture. These aren't all of the spiritual gifts, but I guarantee you that every one of you has at least one spiritual gift that's specified in Holy Scripture. Some of you have more. Some of you have less. But we're all different. Sometimes uh, I talk to members and they didn't even know the spiritual gift that God blessed them with. You know what a spiritual gift is? Here's a good definition. I'll say it twice. A spiritual gift is an ability that's gifted to you by God, which then you in turn by God's grace use to serve God and others. A spiritual gift is an ability given to you by God, gifted by God which you, by God's grace, then in turn use to serve God and especially your fellow Christians. 
And each of us has at least one. And some of us may have many. But we are all different. Now going back to St. Paul's letter to the church in Corinth. In that congregation so many years ago, some of the members looked around at some of the other members and they said, Wow! Do you see all the gifts that that person has? Oh, I feel really inferior to that person. Seems that 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 person's a whole lot better than I am. St. Paul says, you better do away with that thinking right now. Look at the human body. One part doesn't say to the other part, you know, I really wish I were a hand, but because I'm not a hand, I don't belong to the body. Another part says, uh, well, I'm not an ear. I would really like to be an ear, but since I'm not an ear, I really don't belong to the body. Just imagine if everybody had the exact same spiritual gifts. Sort of like being, as St. Paul alludes to, one big huge eyeball. With no legs, with no ears, how are you going to smell? Whoever you are, whatever spiritual gift you have, you are special and precious and important, a member of Christ's body, the church. And he's using you as that important person to do something in his kingdom that nobody else can do. And then St. Paul moves on and reminds the people of this congregation that there were also some members who thought they were superior to others. They had a whole lot of gifts. And they said, boy, look at some of those people. They aren't as gifted as I am. I'm better than other people. It's sort of like a part of the human body saying, uh, you're looking at, you know, uh, uh, you're, you're just an eye. I don't need you. Get out of here. Uh, You're just a foot. I don't need you. Get out of here. Some parts of the body, it's true, seem weaker or less honorable than others. And yet, they're all indispensable. When was the last time you, you, you thought about your little toe on your right foot? Doesn't seem to be too important, and you usually don't show it off to a whole lot of people, right? Did you ever stub that uh, little bitty toe on your right foot when you're walking through a dark house? I'm sure you didn't say, little toe down there, suffer all by yourself. Your whole body hurt because it's interconnected. All the parts are indispensable. All you have to do is talk to any Packer player about turf toe, and they'll tell you how a turf toe can take a 275-pound lineman and make him totally disabled. Every member of the body, the church, is important for the full service of God. Then St. Paul goes on and he talks about parts that seem weaker and less honorable. Parts of the body which aren't presentable in public. So in modesty, we cover them up. And those parts of our body are not seen by other people. We treat those parts of our body in a very special way. Did you ever think of it? Some of the members of our congregation are out of sight and so out of mind. We almost forget about them. Example. 
What does a pastor do during the week? Well, he's out visiting a lot of times, shut-ins. I visit one lady. She's been bedridden for two years now. Every time I come there, usually the, the shades are drawn in the nursing home. She's flat on her back. I never know if she's awake, sleeping, or in a coma. And then I say, oh, hi. And she says, oh, Pastor Robbie, thank you so much for coming. I couldn't get to church last Sunday, like the last two or three years. Thank you so much for coming. And then we usually read or say the 23rd Psalm and the Lord's Prayer and have a little devotion. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Oh, thank you for coming and bringing me God's word. Now there's a member that nobody sees, and yet she's so very important as one of the members of the body of Christ. How? For one reason, you are all her legacy. Because back in her youth, she was here serving and giving and doing and singing. And because of members like her, that's why beautiful Savior is still here. That lady, once a month, provides me with an opportunity to confess my faith and to have my faith strengthened by listening to her talk about her faith. And my faith is strengthened by the fact that the Holy Spirit has kept her close to her Lord for her entire life. And one day is going to walk right through the gates of heaven along with her. Some members may seem weaker or less honorable or not presentable. But all are indispensable members of the body of Christ. God's church. Like the human body, each of us has one with many members. God's church, united together in a unity of faith, all believing the same thing. A church with individual members so different from each other, and each one indispensable for service in God's kingdom, and so interdependent on one another. Thank God for our oneness of faith. And dear God, please, please preserve that oneness of faith among us. Thank God for the spiritual gifts that he has given to you, each one of us, so very differently in so many different ways to fill out the body of Christ. And pray to God that he continue to help us to recognize how much we really need each other to recognize the importance of every one of our fellow members and ask God, Lord, please help me to be a blessing to the fellow members of my congregation. Don't say it all the time. But as your pastor, I thank God for each and every one of you and even though you don't think that I know you, I do, but your Lord does. The body of Christ, your family, my family, our family. Thanks be to God for that. Amen. Please stand.
The peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through faith in Christ Jesus. Amen. The Apostles' Creed is located on the back flap of your hymnal. We join together. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We take this time to gather our tithes and our offerings and our connection cards. <laughs> 